Welcome to Direct Audio, a movie discussions podcast. My name is Spencer, and this is part two of Max and I's look at the decade of film that was the 2000s. Last week was 2000 to 2004. This week will be 2005, 2009. As I said last week, um, and I hope you listened to that one, it was just so long that uh, we had to cut it into two parts. We rarely do that nowadays, but I felt like Yes, it's just listing a lot of movies off and hearing some brief discussions about them, but I feel like that's important. I feel like it's important to look at the year and see kind of the trajectory of the movies, seeing kind of where cinema is going, whose careers got upstarts, or kind of where careers went. Oh, my cats are fighting around me right now because they did not want me to do that. No, I'm just kidding, but um, they're just being cats right now, and uh, hopefully they don't meow, you know, ode to Stormy Marie, but... Yeah, this is part two. We literally jump right off into it because, again, obviously we didn't know this would be two parts. And uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's. I hope you enjoy this week's. If you have any different ideas or opinions about movies that we missed or our thoughts on anything, just let me know. But without further ado, let's get to the show. So this year for superheroes, we get some bad and then we get maybe two of the best. Yeah. So Electra, <laughs> Constantine. The Fantastic Four, the first attempt, Sky High, and then we get V for Vendetta, and a little-known movie that comes out that sparks a rekindling, <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> we'll get there. We're going to get there. Have no, have no fear. Have listeners. no fear. Yeah, we will get to Batman Begins. Uh, animated movies, though, we get so, uh, pretty good. Uh, Madagascar, Robots, Corpse Bride, Hoodwinked, which is your parody movie for some reason. That is a thing that had to come out. It basically parodied Shrek and all the yeah. super, like in the um, the weird like fairy tale movies. But then Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, banger. Yeah, we love that. I never saw it. Banger. You should watch it. I think you'd like it. Um, I've never seen any Wallace and Gromit. Thing. Oh, Wallace and Gromit might be the best animated stuff to ever exist. It's so good. There was a trailer for it before my Home Alone 2 VHS. I saw the trailer so much. And you're like, I got like enough the, of it. There was one called like the Close Shave. It was yep. one of those mm-hmm. commercials that was like, you can own all three tapes for the yep. price of twenty ninety nine. That's a great yeah. deal. Yeah. But uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith comes out. I think okay. one of the most perfectly cast movies ever. Yeah, I never saw it. I just remember the poster. You never saw all it. Over. You got to watch it. Is it really that good? I think it is great because you have two people who are actually like getting a divorce, <laughs> playing yeah. a couple that's trying to like rekindle love, and it's good action. Um, yeah. But we also get uh, The Goblet of Fire comes out, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Sin City, huge movie, yeah. uh, Capote, another Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman just fucking eating the screen. You know, I, I kind of blacked out for a second because I was thinking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But when you said Goblet of Fire, I just got to – I got to say I like that movie. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it it's really definitely is. top top tier of the Harry Potter movies, I think. It like And it's – they they did rush a lot of the stuff from mm-hmm. the book. But I think the movie told the story well still. Yeah. And I love uh, Brendan Gleeson's performance as yeah. Mad-Eye Moody. Mad-Eye Moody. Um, it's just a fun movie. I remember seeing it in theaters twice. And just it, it was – I was the perfect age for it. Because uh, it was like dealing with like high school woes. Um, I love how Harry and Ron's hair are really long for some oh, reason. Oh, it's so <laughs> mid 2000s. They're just back to normal in the next yep. movie. But yeah, I like that movie. Anyway. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it just turns dark so fast. Yeah, and um, it does it well. Yeah. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, speaking <laughs> of movies that are dark for some reason. Yeah. Um, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay. And Wedding Crashers, two humongous yes. comedies. Yes. Yes. Uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith comes out, talking about getting dark. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. King Kong like and movie. War of the Worlds. Great, great blockbusters. Yeah. And I then think, a not-so-great blockbuster, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. It exists. I dated a girl that really liked that movie, and it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. It's fine. She um, loved it, though. I saw it a few times. Speaking off of the Ray... Uh, movies that are now like we're going into the biopics we get walk the line <laughs> i love that movie when it first came out and yeah. uh it's just ever since walk hard i don't oh. care yeah it, walk do, hard it just perfectly spoofed it everything needed to be it did yeah uh the 70s rehash longest yard 
Yeah, and yeah. Um, Dukes of Hazard, I think. Yep, Dukes of Hazard, uh, Pride <laughs> and Prejudice, and Kingdom of Heaven. This year was the year where they really the seventies nostalgia was overboard. Very much. I remember because that's when I was listening to classic rock, and I wanted my hair to be long, and I just I remember loving the seventies and like. I love the seventies was on VH1. Um, uh, yeah, really. All the we I wish we could talk about those. The <laughs> yeah, I love the seventies, eighties, all that stuff was my ch- like I would watch uh, that every single that, day. It's why I love pop culture is those shows. We you should and just me have both, like my a friend. like a special Christmas episode for that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So you had Willy Wonka, you had Dukes of Hazard, King Kong, King Kong, like uh, Bewitched. Uh, <sighs> what a weird all, fucking movie. Yeah, it's not good. But like. <laughs> It was I, – I just remember feeling the 70s nostalgia back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to bring it up because we mentioned it earlier, uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. that's yeah. A, It's such a good movie. And I I was 15 when it came out and, of course, it was like jokes galore. You yeah, remember that? Everybody. Was, everyone was joking. I was joking. and It I was the time period. Yeah, it was the time period. I didn't watch it until probably three years ago and I was just like, this movie is excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we joke about it? We were all so panicky back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, the panic was hilariously yeah. awful. But it's a great movie. It, is it really is. Phenomenal. And as I mentioned, it does not win Best Picture because they're like, <laughs> we can't give it to a gay movie. So they crash. Crashes. Me. Notoriously, maybe the worst Best Picture winner of all time. Yeah. Well, I remember watching it in college in some race in the mass media class and i remember thinking this isn't as bad as people say it is but it's still not great it's so dramatic <laughs> yeah it that's is its downfall dramatic. is it thinks it's way more important than it actually is and that's and, why it's so stupid that it went because it's it's it, yeah. it, it, it you can tell they're trying and it's like yeah don't just make a fucking movie there are moments that are really profound but on the whole yeah. it's just it's too busy it too is busy. Very too busy Let's run through a couple more here. Uh, the Ringer. Yeah. Talking movie that does not age well. It didn't age well when it came out. No. That um, movie, I've met a lot of people that love it, but I never cared for it. No. I thought it was stupid. Let me say, this is a pretty decent year for horror movies, though. Devil's Rejects, Saw 2 comes out. Uh, we also get The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Classic. And The Descent comes Classic. out. Classic. Yep. Wolf Creek. It's fine. House of Wax, literally <laughs> marketed as, hey, watch us kill Paris Hilton, <laughs> was literally how it was marketed. Amityville Horror gets remade with Ryan Reynolds, that as you do. Good. No, it's not, not good. We get Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, so have you seen that movie? Yes. Dude, I need to see it. I was. You have to. I, you would love it. I know. Dude, Shane we, Black, Robert Downey Jr., and Val Kilmer. <laughs> don't rub it in. Because we watched Nice Guys on one of my snow days, and that movie's phenomenal. So I've been going down that rabbit hole, and I it's it's basically those, Nice Guys for Nice. I guys. gotta I gotta rent it. You know, I gotta pay for it, mm-hmm. which it's worth three dollars. But yeah. like, I really want to watch it. When I was making this list for 2005 yesterday, I was like, shit, I want to watch it before the episode, but I yeah, haven't. No, it's okay. I gotta see it. You would like it a lot. I know. Um, let me quickly mention a couple more here. Uh, horror movie that I missed, Hostel, comes out, and that says, do you like Saw? Puke. <laughs> um, That's what it says. It literally says that. That's uh, funny. The Pacifier <laughs> and Waiting and Hitch. A couple really big I ones guess, people like. I got a soft spot for Waiting. It's really stupid and gross, yeah. but I like that movie. Yeah. Really I, I Again, one of those movies that was on all the time. This was a yeah. weird Ryan Reynolds year. Listen to this. Just Friends, Amityville Horror, and waiting what was he doing yeah yeah as you do one of these is not like the other yeah and why is it just friends <laughs> that movie's dumb yeah that but movie's waiting very dumb. i thought like i remember watching this when i was a teenager and thinking this is the funniest ryan reynolds has been yet like mm-hmm. it was my favorite ryan reynolds performance until deadpool honestly he's yeah. really funny in that movie doesn't hold up i was no, watching it on pluto and there are so many jokes that i'm like Ugh, wow <laughs> Yeah, this movie will get canceled now. <laughs> Again, I mentioned The Ringer earlier. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. So and there's a lot of movies in this year. This is a pretty decent year. My choice is Obvious. Is it your number one pick? My number one pick? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, mine are going to be obvious too, but take it away. What is it? Um. So my runner-up is uh, Star Wars. Oh, You okay. know, I'm a sucker for it. I remember seeing the theater. It was like the biggest thing. I saw it like five different times. It yeah. was the end fight sequence is great. It was my childhood. It's nostalgia running through my veins. Like Order sixty six, 
the lightsaber battles, everything. So that's a sucker pick. My winner is what I have said consistently is in the top 10 best horror movies of all time. Okay. And it is The Descent. All right. That's not what I thought, but I'm glad you I know said you didn't. I, I know you weren't going to think that way because yeah. we don't really talk about horror movies. Yeah. I have talked up The Descent yeah, so you, much. You have, now that I think about it. It's just so fucking scary. That's the one. You got me to watch that uh, during the quarantine. Yeah. Bree and I watched it. Bree loved it. It's so good. It goes from like this really panicky, claustrophobic horror to them being like, oh, also, here's a monster survival movie. And it both sides are great. And the cast yeah. is amazing. Their chemistry is so good. And it is truly horrifying to think about what the hell you would do. You know, I agree with everything you said. And it just got me thinking. You love movies like that. That, like, yeah. change the genre. Like, you always say that about Predator as mm-hmm. well. Um, do you like uh, From Dust Till Dawn? Not only do I like From Dust Till oh, Dawn. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I love From <laughs> Dust Till Dawn. That is, like, the definitive genre change. We talked about uh, – Natalie and I had an episode on it. Because, okay, The Descent changes a little bit. Like, it's like it's still horror yeah. throughout. Like, it's, it's just, not saying, like, action to horror. Like, it's just it's, a different type of horror. Yeah. It's more just like, fuck, now I got to deal with this. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just a hat on top of a hat, but both hats yeah. suck. And, like, From Dust Till Dawn is – just batshit insane no pun intended <laughs> uh, like it changes like that yeah it goes oh by the way <laughs> danny trejo's here and you're like what the fuck yeah um <laughs> they're all vampires yeah all nope just andrew hale um, you get a lap dance nope you're gonna get your blood sucked if you're it's gonna get something crazy. Say it. um <laughs> i'd do it yeah i'd do it okay well That's why i said it yeah you're Sorry. good baby um star wars Let's is see. your best uh is your uh highest um grossing movie that year but yeah. okay tell me what your runner-up and your winner is so I disagree. I think this year is pretty weak, honestly. I went up and down the list. Like, Brokeback Mountain's excellent, but, like, I don't want to pick it just because I'll sound like I'm trying to sound like an artist. Like, I didn't grow up with it. You know what I mean? That's okay. Uh, Same with Sin City. Excellent movie, but um, I got to give a shout-out to Wedding Crashers. That movie's That was my, like, second runner-up. it's not, like, it's not a great movie, but Vince and Owen are so good in it. Christopher Mm -hmm. Walken's so... Bradley Cooper. It's funny. It's just kind of sloppy. But my runner-up, obviously, it's Batman Begins. Um, fucking love that movie. The first hour is probably the best Batman movie that's ever been made. When mm-hmm. he, like, at Bruce is Wayne. Is becoming like, yeah. yeah, the Bat. It honestly loses steam when Batman Begins. But I'm... Like, it does get a little blockbustery after that. But I love, like, him training with Liam Neeson and everything. Oh, my God. It's phenomenal. And yeah. even when he's a kid, oh, great movie. But my number one pick is 40-year-old virgin. I was waiting for you to say it. I knew it was going to be it. I knew. You couldn't, You uh, couldn't like, tease me around when you're yeah. like, oh, it could be like, it's 40-year-old. I'm like, look, I have 40-year-old virgin. Like, I'm looking right at it on my list. And I'm yeah. like, this is it. Yeah. I, I love this movie. It, this, it's so fucking funny. I can't even, really like, stress is. that part. This is the beginning of the Apatow era. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be talking about his movies a lot. I hope you know that. I and know. Uh, within the past two years, I've been rewatching them all. And a lot of them don't hold up. This one is strange because some of it really doesn't hold up. Just guys hanging out and talking like that. Like being super misogynistic and homophobic. That doesn't hold up. But what makes this movie hold up is that Steve Carell's character is so well written and mm-hmm. played and he's so heartfelt and it paints all that other behavior in a negative light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not what you should be following. Like this guy is the true hero of the movie and Catherine Keener as his girlfriend, she really fleshes that role out. That could have been just a one dimensional like female. She's a great character, lead, but also, she's what so a great good. actress. Oh yeah. She's great. But she like really just puts life into that character and um, I love it. I think it's well made, well well written, and it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like I hear you. even like I don't know, the jokes still land. The scene where he has to make up a sex story on the spot when they're playing poker, classic. Sand, classic. We yeah, just quoted it last sand. night. We literally quoted it last night. So perfect. It's one of my favorite Seth Rogen performances too. He's just perfect as the. He's just playing Seth Rogen. Idiot. Yeah, he's so funny in that movie. And Paul Rudd, my guy. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to go to what I think might be one of the weakest years. Oh, yeah, totally. I think 2006 is not great. 
No. And I remember thinking that during 2006. <laughs> yeah, we were like waiting, sitting there waiting. Uh, so, I mean, your big movie is The Departed. Your Oscars, again, we talked about this. Um, I mean, Clooney, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Reese Witherspoon all get their Oscars, which is cool, but uh, it's ruined by Crash. The The franchise that gets kicked back up is Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Fucking phenomenal. Yep. Um, but uh, let we talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Three. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! His performance and just the opening scene of that movie are mm-hmm. so good that I oftentimes say it's my favorite Mission Impossible movie. I say um, it is mine. You think so? It's the newer ones become superhero movies, which I'm fine yeah. with. It just becomes and what can Tom Cruise do? Exactly. That movie feels like. There actually is a mission, and it's impossible. <laughs> and it's the third time he did it, right? But like, because the first, the second one is not great. The first yeah. one's good, but it definitely feels so like disconnected when you watch it. We, I watched it again, maybe like two years ago, and yeah. it doesn't feel like a Mission Impossible movie. It has like the scene, but this yeah. movie is so fucking good. You know, and it was in my runners-ups. I wanted to say, okay. You sold me on it. This is the best Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. And Phil, I, I mean, again, I'm a sucker for Philip Seymour Hoffman. So. Yeah. I just, it's, I, you got a great point about how it's, these, the last couple are all good, but it's always like, what's he going to do next? Whereas this one just, there's no gimmick. It, no. It's just a good action movie with mm. great, that opening scene never fails to blow me out. Knock my socks off. I love it much. <laughs> it's top tier. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it, and so I had to bring it up. Uh, your yeah. parody movies, this is where we start to crank out the dog shit. Um, <laughs> because we get date movie, and we're about to just get blank movie from here on out, where they just throw in a title and they do that. Um, yeah. We get scary movie four, and uh, yeah, it's fine. We do get a fucking hilarious kind of parody but not really because snakes on a plane is basically making fun of those action movies um it rules but animated movies we get cars and that's all that really matters cars comes out changes the game for pixar again um merchandising merchandising but merchandising uh man space balls let's just talk about how great the movie is um (laughs) let's just do a that's an episode that's i want to do a mel brooks episode so i am educated at the topic you are now yeah devil's wears prada 300 idiocracy comes out another parody movie um but again it's just kind of little miss sunshine's good pan's labyrinth yeah. talladega nights uh, marie antoinette the one that a lot of people like that is i think a deeper cut blood diamond comes out night at the museum uh da vinci code that like yeah. ran a fucking n- another decade it feels like uh pursuit of happiness click the Illusionist comes Woo. out just to kind of match the prestige, but it is not as good. Crank, what a fucking weird-ass movie. Yeah. Uh, but we also get a lot of those weird action movies. Lucky Number 11, Superman Returns, Miami Vice comes out. <laughs> and then uh, another one that I'll mention uh, that I'm a guilty pleasure movie on, Nacho Libre. I fucking love Nacho Libre. I don't care. Still have never seen it. Oh, uh, it's dumb. But yeah. uh, And then, oh, also speaking of 70s, The Pink Panther comes out. Oh, yeah. Clerks 2. Mm, yeah, great. Clerks two, two, two. Yeah, yeah, sure. Love that movie. Stranger than fiction. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. But Clerks two. You want to talk awesome. about it? Because I'm not gonna talk about no, it. No, I'll leave it at that. Because no, I know okay. you. I know you hate him, but I like that movie. It's not either of my picks, but I like that movie. Yeah, and I and love Click. Love Click. Hey, I know, I want to mention one. Tenacious D. <laughs> In the pick of destiny. You know that movie might be fine, but that uh, that soundtrack is dope. That movie is pretty dumb, but I will say there are moments that are like gut-bustingly hilarious. Yeah. But they are few and far between. Also, a movie that I was excited about seeing the theater because I was a huge wrestling fan, The Marine with John Cena. Moving but, on. Uh, yeah. Um, not a great year. Your number one for nah. the box office is Pirates 2. Uh, my runners-up, as I mentioned, I had Mission Impossible 3, uh, yeah. Casino Royale, and The Departed. Those are like my... Okay. The Departed, I, I remember studying that in uh, my high school senior year film class. Yeah. And it's great, but it is just Scorsese and it knows it's what it is. Casino Royale yeah. is great. It launches 
um, the next level of Bond, and we're getting more realism. It's basically like, what if we did Batman Begins with James Bond? Yeah, and but, it worked. Yeah, what about you? What are your runners-up? Um, so I got one runner-up. It came down to Little Miss Sunshine and Pursuit of Happiness, because I think those are both great mm-hmm. movies, but I picked Pursuit of Happiness. I fucking love that movie. Is your it, winner or your runner-up? My runner-up. It hits me in the feels. It's my favorite Will Smith performance. Yeah. It's... It might be a fabricated true story, but the story the movie tells is really well done. It's really captivating. And yeah. it's it's a great movie. I love it. So um, is your pick then Little Miss Sunshine or no? No, it's The Departed. I was saying – so I, good. I said I have one runner-up. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine yeah, – whatever. But The Departed, it's – like you said, it's Scorsese being Scorsese and it introduced me to his movies. It was the first one that I really ever saw. Same. And well, I saw it, Casino, I think. But yeah. It – knocked my block off like uh the whole ending the first time i saw it amazed me and even when i watch it now it's just twist after twist after twist and then it just ends I can we love talk it. about the cast that he yeah. got it's yeah. his best yeah and it's so funny and sad that no de niro or no pesci but it yeah. has like everybody else mm-hmm. damon it's... dicaprio nicholson alec baldwin uh <laughs> mark Wahlberg, like martin it is sheen. martin sheen it is just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. It's so much fun. It's yeah. fun. That's the best part about it. Yeah. It's just a fun fucking movie. And my brothers and I quote it constantly. I've seen it a million times. I'll watch mm-hmm. it again a million it's times. Great. It's so much fun. And I know it's not his best movie. I know he got the Oscar basically for the Oscar to like, you know, pat, pat him on the back. Like, you've done good all these decades. Here's your Oscar. I think it is. I, I always but, argue that I think it's, it is his best movie. You think so? I just think people are afraid to say it because they say, oh, it doesn't have De Niro in it. Because, like, again, yeah. it's either that or Goodfellas. It's just those two. It's, it's in the top five for sure. Yeah. And I just think, like, you can just say it's really good and not be like if, – if you say it's not like his usual stuff, maybe that's why it's really good. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, my choice my is one that I've seen a hundred times and I quote it all the time and it's stupid. But I think it truly changed comedy for the best. It's Borat good dude people really forget how great borat is yeah and i think people don't understand that there are just three actors in it yeah and everybody else is just people that they interact with yeah and when you watch it it is parodying so many things it is literally making fun of what Americans thought of people from the Middle East at the time because we were in this weird period of like politics where it's like everybody that's not American is bad. Yeah. And so it just takes that. It runs with it and it and it just mocks that culture that still exists now and sometimes only gets amplified. But it's yeah. so good at just literally nitpicking and then calling out bullshit. And then the people going, well, you're not really hearing what I'm saying. He's like, what are you saying then? I need you to say it to me. And it's so good at doing that in a way that – people have tried to do it just does it on a level that is in crank to 12 yeah it's a movie like another comedy we'll talk about in a few years but both of these movies uh people can watch it now and think oh this is offensive but if you really watch it it, it's offensive but it's showing us for who we truly are right it's offensive on the point of yeah it's it's and again truth it's because it's we're in it's 2006 we are still in that period of panic yeah and every again i'm I'm not a listener when you talk about like looking back at that period if it's not american people are in america are freaking out yeah and it's making fun of all those tropes and again it just turns everything and it's still doing weird comedy bits when Uh it's like buying the car but it's like looking at why would we say those things why do you do those things and it's it's trying to be over the top and I think it does it so fucking well. And I love yeah. that movie. It is. It's hilarious. And I think. I haven't seen it in a long time. So um, maybe my opinion would change. The whole like people doing the very nice, like all the impressions mm-hmm. kind of like it, that wore out. It's welcome. Right. Just like just like Napoleon Dynamite mm-hmm. did a few years ago. But when you watch honestly, both of them now out of that, the hype, they're yeah. great comedies. Yeah. Right. And OK, I, I feel validated. Yes, and I'm glad you keep bringing up the classics like Anchorman and Borat. So, uh, yeah, so we get to give them shout-outs. So I can't wait for the last couple of years. Let's see where we're going. I know. Um, <laughs> all right, 2007 is two of the best movies of all time get released like simultaneously. Yes. Yep. 
and it's just there will be blood, no country for all men, yeah, and they will get run. it out of the way. Let's just get. It. I'm not picking either because either. it's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> like, like two again of the best movies to ever be made. Yeah, are like back to back. Yeah, and the Oscars will reflect that next year. Uh, this year, it's like you said, Scorsese, Forrest Whitaker, Helen Mirren, Alan Arkin, uh, Jennifer Hudson. That's your group. Beyond those two movies, this year is okay. Um, I know it's got a couple that like it's got a couple great comedies, and it launches one film franchise. We talked about it earlier, Michael Bay. Yep. Transformers comes out. That's your that's your retrofit, but it changes the world. Yeah, I remember seeing it. It was like a one of those sneak peeks, like a week before it came out. Yeah, and it fucking blew me away. My sixteen year old brain could not comprehend how awesome it was. It's so over the top awesome. Yeah. I think it's I saw action it, for the sake of action. I saw it three times in theaters, one of which mm-hmm. Bob Seger was in the same theater as me. Which Two is rows ahead. Yeah. I bought tickets at the booth next to him. I It was awesome. That was pretty dope. <laughs> Met him afterwards. Yeah. We still text. You That's text him. True. Yeah. He seemed That's like a texter. <laughs> Anywho, I love that movie. Yeah. But beyond that, we get uh, Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Great. Atonement comes out. Ratatouille is your animated movie, the big one. Uh, your parody movie for this – oh, we didn't – yeah, this year it's Epic Movie, it's <laughs> Hot Fuzz, and then one that I'm pretty sure is going to be in your top two, it's Walk Hard. Okay. Uh, Hold for applause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Bad comes out as well, changes comedy forever. Yeah. Um, the Mist, we get uh, – what are some other – oh, Harry Potter brings out another one, and Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, another comedy that changed the world, Juno. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we get American Gangster. Uh, Knocked Up comes out. Again, another big comedy for this year. Yeah. Blades of Glory, another big comedy. But then uh, just some weird ones. We get the weird double feature of Death Proof and Planet Terror. Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Sweeney Todd comes out. Movie's a banger. I Am Legend. 310 to Yuma. Which, have you seen 310 to Yuma? I haven't. Oh, it's top tier. Is it? It's a Western, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. uh, Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. Okay. But uh, Meet the Robinsons, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. That's like the longest title. Longest title. Another weird comedy that like kind of cha- like is way ahead of his time, Lars and the Real Girl. That movie's good. Yeah. Uh, your <laughs> weird like superhero movie. movie is Ghost Rider. They're like, what if we just try it? And it's like, no, no, you didn't. Uh, and then we, we have to mention it. The B movie comes out. Yes, dude. We just watched it for the first time. Like the first ago. time. Yeah. What a ride. It's very weird. <laughs> I so like. Um, of course, it was late at night, so I'll let you connect the dots. What t- type of state I was in. Um, but wow, it was nuts. And I remember you saying that Olivia wouldn't shut up about it. Wh- whatever, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. We did a lot but, of um, <laughs> The first like thirty minutes, I was like, "This isn't weird. It's just a cute, funny." pixar type movie that's creative blah 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 mm-hmm. and then it gets nuts and it doesn't let up it and does not i don't know if i liked it but i sure enjoyed myself and there, mm-hmm. i genuinely cracked up a lot but it was really sloppy <laughs> yeah very sloppy and but it's I, weird and it's uncomfortable to think about on a long period of time you know what's what the- weird is some of it feels like jerry seinfeld comedy like just yeah. some over-the-top characters like they would be on Seinfeld. But on the whole, the plot felt more like something Conan would write. It felt like yeah, a true. rant he would go on on his podcast. Then the bees! Sue the humans! You know? Yeah. Transitioning from Conan, the Simpsons movie comes out. Yeah. Should have been the end of the franchise. Yeah. But they did I, not. I saw that in theaters because it so came out I. the day after my birthday. So I had dinner with my friends or whatever, and then we saw it at midnight. And it was fun. It was a great memory, but the movie itself, eh, yeah, it could have been better. It could have. Uh, Hot Rod. Yeah. Yeah. That's a banger of a movie. Yep. yep. One of the funniest plot setups of all time. Yeah. I hate my stepfather. He has cancer. I'm going to raise money so I can kick his ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> so good. It's And it's it's executed perfectly. It is executed perfectly. Uh, Trick or Treat comes out, one of my favorite horror movies. Across the Universe. Eh. Yeah, uh, it's Dar- fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, Darjeeling Limited, uh, Wes Anderson's weirdest movie in my opinion. Uh, and then 
Uh, one that I have to mention because I fucking remember seeing it in the theater. And it took over again the world, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. That movie was insane. Request it in your theater now, is what it always said. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, – and there's some other weird ones in there. We Ocean's 13, Live Free or Die Hard. Hairspray yeah. comes out that year. Born Ultimatum. Yeah. yeah. Just some just some random thrown, thrown in movies. But uh, a, This is a weird year. It's a very weird year. It has some of the best movies ever made and then some really funny movies mm-hmm. and then just some shit. <laughs> yep, just some shit. Uh, Spider-Man 3 and mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean 3, which is a movie I respect, but I don't like. Yeah. It it takes some chances. It's weird. It's scary. It's dark, but it's also almost three hours long. For no reason. <laughs> and For no just, reason. They threw everything into the pot. And I wish more blockbusters would do that nowadays, but better than that movie did. Like, I like where its heart's at, but it's just too much. It tries to really be like, this is the ultimate ending. And that's like, yeah. you just didn't know where to like cut the losses here. I do yeah. want to mention one more real quick. The Mist. Yeah, that movie's nuts. But that it's ending, so good. And that ending an is ending. rough. Yeah, and I remember taking a Stephen King class. I, we read the, I think it's a short story it's based on. Not a novella. novella. What's, what's that word? Novella? No, novella, yeah. Uh, but the short story, the ending is so corny. And I like that Frank Darabont was like, fuck it. I'm just going to give him Bleak a grim, as hell. grim. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, listener, and if you don't like horror movies, that's that's okay. Watch the ending and yeah. uh, you can YouTube it. But that movie is great. All right. So it's gross, too. It's Ugh. gross. Yeah. It's monsters. Um, so your, your uh, big block, uh, box office blockbuster Spider-Man 3 runs the year. Shrek thir- the Shrek third and Transformers are not too far behind. Um, I have like 50 runners. I don't know what I'm going to – like this is a year where I have like everything is kind of at the same level. Yeah. Dude, and it's I'm, kind of where I feel at the moment. I'm glad you're saying it. <laughs> Can I, um, I'm just going to list off my, 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 my list of random that it could be and then I guess I'll just pick it when I'm done. Yeah. I don't know. Because, okay, Ratatouille. Dude, that's so funny that you're saying that because I'm in the same boat. You're the same, okay, so you want to list off our, our list and just kind of see well, if you, we can... you go first and okay. then I'll do my thing. Ratatouille. It's Teresa's favorite movie. I watch it constantly because of that and it's amazing. Uh, Transformers was so fucking good when I saw yeah. it in the theater. And yes. I loved it. I still do. It's a, it it's has a, like the – it's got the Spielberg charm mm-hmm. and awe, but it's so deliciously 2007 Michael Bay. Yep. Like a little misogynistic, a little offensive, but but that's his style, man. That, and that was also 2007. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shy is really good in it. I like Shia LaBeouf in that movie. He's funny. I do too. He holds his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweeney Todd I think is – even though it's – the typical pairing of the triumphant of uh, you know Tim, uh, Helena, and uh, Johnny Depp. After watching it last year, it's fucking awesome. I still got to give it my time. I've yeah. seen it, but I was like lesson planning during it, so I didn't really yeah, give my full attention. Give one hundred ten percent. That um, and corpse bride. Yeah, they're yeah. That's that's the kind of the same edginess that you're gonna find. Like, one's animated, and one's real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three Ten to Yuma truly rules. I give that it. movie a chance. I think you would love it. It's so good. Um, and then I, I got to give a little shout out to uh, Trick or Treat, one yeah. of my all-time favorite horror movies. Paranormal Activity, too, is on my list because seeing that in the theater, that was a event. Yeah. But uh, anyways, what are your runners-up? I'm still thinking of what I want it to be. So, yeah, my runners-up, uh, like you said, there are some comedies from this year that, much like 2001, like, shaped me <laughs> yeah. and um i couldn't pick one so i just i'm gonna list them off unfortunately knocked up's not on there that is the i loved that movie that year i yeah. loved it it was my favorite movie of the year but it doesn't hold up mm-hmm. it's pretty misogynistic and people were saying that that year or like a few years after i'm like defending it but then i watched it and i'm like Ugh, these guys are assholes and yeah no one's really nice in it it's yeah. just all assholes and it's still it still has that apatow charm and it still has some great comedy scenes but it, on the whole it's not that great anymore but so that's not on there but i couldn't pick between walk hard hot rod and super bad because i love all three mm-hmm. super bad is a classic teen comedy and it does hold up it holds up way better than you think because teenagers are always going to be acting like that you know what i mean and uh hot rod's just bizarre fucking funny bullshit <laughs> 
It's so how, insane. How can you not like that movie? You know, it's just, it's so innocent. <laughs> it's one of those ones like Anchorman and I throw Billy Madison too, that mm-hmm. it's like, some of it feels like they were just putting their inside jokes into a big budget movie. Yeah. And they're like, if you laugh, you laugh. If you don't, whatever we did. Um, and walk hard. You have, have you seen walk hard? Yes. Um, that's such a great spoof movie. You bring it up every time. It's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, I don't know. I love it. But uh, yeah, I couldn't pick between those for my runner-up. My number one pick is Locked In, and I knew it before I even looked at the movies made in 2007, Zodiac. That movie's <sighs> it's excellent. So good. That's David Fincher at the top of his game. He's a master of his craft. And speaking of masters of their craft, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s performance, whoa. Anytime, because I think he's going to get the Oscar this year. I think and in my too. opinion, he's also getting the Oscar that's like, for more of his career. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, whenever I say that, people are like, what movie should he have won for in the past? And I always say Zodiac. <laughs> I think he should have won an Oscar for this movie. He's so good in it. Yeah. You just watch his character slowly just like kill himself throughout the movie. Like, like because of smoking and stress and everything, you just watch him get so withered throughout the movie. It's so good. And it's just the movie in general is excellent. Great story, great twisty turnies and, I love how the last scene perfectly ties into the first scene. Ugh. Top tier. Yes. Top tier movie. You know, I'm looking at this list of mine, and I don't care. My my answer's going to be kind of weird. I'm going to say Ratatouille. Okay. You know, it has such a dear place in my heart because of Teresa. And rewatching it so many times, it's such a phenomenal movie. It looks great. The acting's great, the voice—I mean, the voice casting-wise—but then, like, there are just certain moments where, like, it's it connects as a person, or those moments where I give you those flashes. I just—I think it's so wonderful. And yeah. is it as deep as Zodiac? No. And was it almost yeah. Transformers? Yeah. And that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like those—that movie, like after watching so many times, it's it's hard not to pick it. So yeah, Ratatouille is my choice it's there. But I think you almost you almost twisted me onto Zodiac there because yeah. I didn't list it on my list, but it's. What, it's so funny because what sucks is that with No Country and There Will Be Blood, it doesn't suck because, yeah. again, two amazing movies, nothing else was going to win awards. Like, yeah. nothing. Like, it couldn't. Yeah. And that's fine. But, like, if that would have come out one year later, yeah, it's not – like – and then, again, I say that, but then next year is a banger year. Yeah. So, so – it's it's And it, it was advertised poorly. I remember yeah. seeing commercials. They made it seem like a horror movie and it's not – of course it's disturbing – yeah. But it's not a horror movie. And I just, like, David Fincher's so good at creating this, like, morose atmosphere in his mm-hmm. movies. And this one is probably the creepiest and the darkest, you know? It, I guess in that way it is a horror movie. It's not, like, yeah, it going to jump scare you, but it, it sits with you after you watch it. Can we just talk about how this cast is, like, five years ahead of its time? Yeah. <laughs> Hall, Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Brian Cox. Yes like it's it's just a little too early if this movie yeah. comes out in 2011 it is the biggest movie of the year yeah i remember watching it in my forensic science class senior year of high school i can't believe they let us watch it this That's and catch me if you can people. and uh wow what very similar on this plots. list yeah. yeah so all right let's get moving because we're almost at two hours we're gonna yeah. it all down anyways but um take it all out 2008 <laughs> is it's a very top-heavy year, but it's a big year. Yeah. This is a big year. That's and I graduated from high school, baby. And that's, yeah, same. I remember uh, all this not. shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is superheroes jump to a height that we've never seen. They Two, one, two movies in general changed the game. The Dark Knight comes out and blows everybody away. Yep. Like one of the best movies of all time yeah one of the best superhero movies of all time uh some of the best performances you've ever seen amazing and then yeah. not to be slept on the mcu is literally launched because iron yeah. man comes out and, and blows everyone away blows everybody <laughs> away and like and then going off of that another thing not my cup of tea but twilight comes out yeah and like takes over the world yeah it's nuts it's it's crazy because you have these two superhero movies that are so massive and 
like legendary upon arrival mm-hmm. that every superhero movie tries to copy their formula. The MCU just tried to be Iron Man over and over again. Um, and it works anytime, for about a solid decade. Anytime there's a dark superhero movie, they try to do the Dark Knight. And then they're both so big that you forget Hellboy 2 came out. And yeah. it's kind of like the throwback to like, I wish they still made them like this. Like it's super creative. And you forget that superhero movie comes out. That year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So firing kind of on all cylinders. Yeah. But then the also kind of touching on that weirdly enough the incredible hulk also comes out that year yeah and it's like not you <laughs> yeah not not you i like that movie but i like, think that movie gets too much hate how do you feel though if you're in that movie and then iron man and dark knight come out and you go to watch those and you go motherfucker yeah one like, of we could have done that yeah one of them is a little too popcorny yeah the other ones are better mm-hmm. but yeah but it would like it was cool when tony stark comes in at the end of that movie and you're like oh shit they they're doing they're, they're ready yeah. yeah planted the seeds uh but let's keep going here uh wally huge animated classic, movie classic. classic um kung fu panda equally on a level of class that thing is still going another one comes out this year um a classic comedy Step Brothers comes out Woo. taken comes out which is huge that movie was massive it really was um, it came out of nowhere it did mama mia comes out that's a soft spot for us uh, Teresa and I, not you. Maybe you. I don't know. If you like Abba, yeah, um, I like I like Abba. Yeah, <laughs> a big movie comes out. We kind of talked about earlier, talking about Robert Downey Jr. possibly getting Oscars. Tropic yep. Thunder, and that this is the one we were talking about. Borat, this one and Borat, I people could watch now and say that's so offensive. But if you actually watch what they're doing, mm-hmm. they're spoofing humans and human behavior and. In this case, it's actors. Right. And, and that's dumb they are. That's what I think. And this is part of the parody list. The parody list is huge. It's superhero movie, disaster movie, Meet the Spartans, and Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Um, one of those is obviously not like the other. But <laughs> I think Tropic Thunder is so good because of that. It literally says, oh, all those stupid blockbuster movies that you love, all the actor tropes that you love, the literal Daniel Day Lewis stuff that you hear about, all this shit, the past, like, how like changing your like race and culture is like was totally fine in the 80s and 90s you can do whatever the fuck you wanted and then they go we're gonna put all that in there and just literally laugh at you for doing it yeah so good it's awesome mm-hmm. it gets better with each viewing too yeah i will just mention right now that's in my runner-ups like okay because because like it's just so great uh grand trio comes out yeah that's okay. part of it. it's not it's not my runner-up it's part of them uh burn after reading i feel like ahead of its time uh slumdog millionaire cloverfield uh vicky christina barcelona uh in bruges comes out that year curious case of benjamin button the wrestler yeah the hurt locker yeah yeah revolutionary road comes out another oscar bait movie uh and then kind of jumping off into the comedies forgetting sarah marshall is that year uh pineapple express is that year house bunnies that year i think a lot of people like that one she's underrated yeah, I, agree. I give her credit because that's Anna Ferris is not really in anything else, mm-hmm. but she tries. Uh, she, then horror, she does a good job. Horror movies: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull comes out. That's horrifying. Um, but beyond just that, uh, The Strangers and um, Cloverfield, two huge horror movies that come out. The Strangers is terrifying. Uh huh, dude, horrifying. Ugh. Cloverfield's fun. <laughs> again it was capitalized on that like this is real and you're like no yeah. but it's okay but it was, uh, it's it they do it well though i'll yeah. give them that oh role models is that movie. year too by the way I forgot about yeah that, that movie and yes I man loved. oh god you we know my yes man yep. story i saw that at midnight uh-huh. did, did i ever tell that story yes you did in the, in the uh okay. in the jim carrey episode yeah yeah anywho role models i loved when it came out i tried to rewatch it recently on a snow day could not make it through it it's funny, but oh boy, is it 2008. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I loved it then. Yeah, so I'll give it. it a shout out. Uh, this one's for Teresa. Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. She yeah. talks about the movie all the time. And then, uh, yeah, a bunch of other Oscar Beatty movies that I'm looking at here. Doubt, Defiance, Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds. That yeah. movie sucks. Uh-huh. That was such a boring theater experience. Yep. So, um, all right. What are we feeling? Oh, also, um, I got one, one more thing. Hancock. 
<laughs> what a fucking the movie that could have been one of the best literally if they just change the ending it's such a sweet idea for a movie and it's not executed well and it just all. falls off oh also yes. uh sex in the city is that year too nice yeah that's, that's right. about it that's so right. all right so um, i'm just gonna say my obvious choice okay. i don't even care it's dark knight like yeah. i it, like i can't i can try to be yeah. chalk like not be chalk it's the dark it like changed my entire life yeah, I was obsessed it, with it. I saw it like 10 times. It was an event. It oh, was yeah. the biggest what a, thing. What a movie. Yeah. Um, is that, so that's your number one? That's thing? number one. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, yeah, me too. I could dance around being like, oh, because Iron Man and Tropic Thunder are my like, runners up. And like, yeah. I could, like, if I wanted to be like, ooh, well, no, it's the dark, like, dark night. I just yep. can't give it to anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. That's my number one pick. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we've talked <laughs> about it enough. Yeah. And that's a movie like, I was looking at the 2000 list and I was like, should I make it my number one pick? And I'm like, what else? Like, of course. You know? It's, it's that meme from Lord of the Rings where it's like, well, why shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. It's like, should I? Um, yeah. My, my runner ups, though, uh, for these last two years, I guess I'll just do what you've been doing. Runner up, I got quite a few. So I'm just going to shout them out and give them all a little blurb. Mm-hmm. So four of my favorite comedies. First off, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. That movie is so good, so funny, so heartwarming. Of the Judd Apatow movies, I think it holds up the best because it's it's not it doesn't look down on anyone. Everyone is just so friendly with each other in it. You know? It's I love that movie. Pineapple Express, one mm-hmm. of the funniest stoner comedies I've ever seen. What I like is it's directed by an indie director, so it's a stoner comedy, but it has really good like atmosphere. Like the sets are always very detailed and like it just feels very lived in. So I love Pineapple Express. Moving on. Tropic Thunder. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. In theaters, I was like, this is too much. It took me a few times, and now it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And it gets funnier every time I watch it. And then, of course, Step Brothers. Classic. Yeah. Classic. That movie has gotten its love on this podcast as well. Listen to the Will Ferrell bracket. It's, uh, It's Dumb and Dumber for a New Generation absolutely i will argue that until the day i die it's yeah. phenomenal and i remember i saw that in theaters and we me and my friends did not stop laughing the entire time it felt like we were watching a, a classic you know yeah and i think it is yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and then we end in 2009 what were uh, your runners up by the way oh tropic thunder iron man okay cool yeah cool. i was chalk but uh let me just say I think 2009, pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't, I think it's heavy. Yeah. And my pick is hilariously not part of the heaviness, but that's okay. Um, Avatar is this year. Yeah. Blows up the year. Um, it's one of the biggest movies of all time. Uh, everybody saw it. Uh, and then also led another movie that everybody saw and talked about like crazy, The Hangover. Yeah. Like another changed comedy um, we try to get Star Trek tossed in there, and then uh, I love Star Trek. Yeah. I love Star Trek. It's great. It's so much fun. It's J.J. Yeah. Abrams at the top mm-hmm. of his game. He that is. opening, opening scene with Chris Hemsworth. It's its own movie in one. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, I want to see that movie. Give yeah. me that. Holy shit! It's emotional, yeah. and then the movie just begins. You're like, I'm fucking hell. I'm I'm on board. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> superheroes we try to capitalize on the dark night we go with the watchman yeah which and is it's fine. okay uh inglorious bastards comes out yes great movie yes it i is. love inglorious bastards that like reignited my love for tarantino yeah because um, i never saw kill bill but i was like oh man this movie is just good yep we get uh another harry potter movie we get t- uh i remember this being like the craziest funny thing is t- 2012 comes out where yeah. it's like the end of the world will happen because we are obsessed with that. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious comes back with Fast and Furious. I've never seen that in the theater. And it's the worst titles. Yeah. Those movies have the worst titles. If people make fun of uh, like movie titles, they have the worst. Yeah. Like because Die Hard is up there, but theirs are funny. Fast and Furious is just yeah. not funny. They uh, just they're not creative. That's the problem. Yeah. Transformers Two comes out and lets the entire world down. Yeah, that movie is a train wreck i yeah. saw it at midnight and i was psyched because of the first one and it was so bad it was like almost like the hangover 2 where it was so bad that it almost made me dislike the first movie yeah you know what i mean 
Yeah, that's again. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean, where like the later movies are kind of like, well, it's like no, recognize that the first one's so good. Yeah, don't blame it. Um, well, Pirate, the difference, Pirates two and three weren't as good, but they were. Still I think like, Pirates two is better. I'm gonna they say were, right now. they were still engrossing. I still wanted to watch them. Whereas yeah. Transformers two, within the first hour, I was like, I want to leave. This is bad. Yeah. Anywho. It stinks. Uh, to kind of dive off of those kind of like blockbustery movies, uh, we get uh, Jennifer's Body, a movie that is yeah. now getting respect it deserves. Uh, we get Five Hundred Days of Summer, The Proposal, kind of yep. those romanticy comedy movies that start to come out. Um, Up is your big animated movie of the year, and again, that movie takes the world by storm. Uh, people love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything? I mean, I'm going to run through a little list. Is there anything you want me to bring up? Um, Coraline. Uh, that's another one. That's an anime movie. I like funny people, but that movie was made for me to. That was like made it. for you. Yeah. So, uh, actually, two more anime. <laughs> this is actually a big year for anime movies. I apologize. Prince of the Frog and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Huge. That, those are the animation movie. Animated movies that year were. Good. I'm telling you, bang them out. Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs. Did under you say up. You said I did up, say up. Right? Yeah, that okay, was a good, good one. Um, you say Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs. Yes, underrated. I did. I underrated. fucking agree with you. I love that movie. Yeah, so good. Me too. And it, it was. Uh, from the directors of Lego Movie and Twenty One Jump Street, it was their first movie, and yeah. you can feel it. Like that's the sense of humor in that movie is really good. <laughs> Another underrated uh, animated movie, uh, Monsters vs Aliens, comes out that year. I and never saw it, but I've heard people say it's underrated. I really like that movie. Um, but to kind of ramble off some more, um, Drag Me to Hell comes out. Sam Raimi's like, I'm going back to horror. And I'm okay with it. Friday the 13th comes out. The last Friday the 13th movie we ever got in the box office, which fucking sucks. Because that movie was actually good, and it's a bummer we don't get any more of them. Um, it was fine. I remember seeing it. Yeah. It was fine. It was we a get horror movie. Twilight sequel, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Terminator comes out with a sequel. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> we get Precious. That movie swept the Oscars a little bit. Blindside comes in, sweeps the Oscars. That movie kind of sucks now looking back at it. Yes, it does. Uh, Orphan. We get X-Men Wolverine. That movie <laughs> sucks. Uh, Adventureland. Zombieland. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. We're capitalizing on Robert Downey Jr. now. Uh, Moon. Underrated movie. Uh, what else? Is that we... Sam Rockwell? Yeah, it is. Okay. Another uh, underappreciated movie, Human Centipede. Just kidding. But that movie does come <laughs> out this year and uh, everybody had to see it because we all talked about it. I remember my sister renting it and we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, did you say District 9? I did not say I did not say that was on my list coming up. That's a good one. Yeah. Also, 9. Oh, I forgot I Love You, Man. That was a <laughs> classic in there. How can you forget I Love You, Man? I figured you were going to say that's on your list. <laughs> but uh, such a charming movie. It's a pretty strange year. Because yeah. there's just a lot of random stuff that uh, is just like you can tell they're I going into the next decade. Good year. It's a good year, but it's like you can tell they're going for like what the comedies yeah. are shifting, the yeah, big action movies are shifting. This year, though, and it's nostalgia, mm-hmm. but I was 18 going on 19, so I remember this year very well, and it was just such a fun year for pop culture. Yeah. For better or worse, like so many movies, like a lot of these movies are based on original ideas. So it was cool. Like it felt like the last year before franchises really took over with the hangover, zombie land, the proposal, 500 days of summer, just so many movies that were original avatar. Yeah. Obviously it's a very um, original year. Yeah. And like, um, it was just so much fun. And then like outside of movies, just pop culture, like Michael Jackson passing away. That was so legendary that all these other celebrities were dying. Remember it's that? Temple, it's a temple year. Yeah, uh, Balloon Boy was nuts. Uh, <laughs> Balloon Boy. So, uh, I think the swine flu broke out. It was just such because a Because of Balloon year. Boy. Wait, no, yeah. I'm sorry. And the economy was in the toilet. It was it was a, a strange year, year, but it was it was memorable. So mm-hmm. much shit happened. Um, so, yeah, I remember liking fun. I, having a good time this year. <laughs> this is my first year in high school, so yeah. this is a big year for me. Um, for my first year after high school. Exactly. You you just changed the game. <laughs> you you set up everything I would just run through. Yeah. But uh, your box office movie, sadly, is Transformers 2. Your parody yeah. movie, I'm not going to mention because it's actually my winner. Okay. Uh, Oscars. I can't wait to hear it. Oscars. Heath gets his after he passes away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean Penn gets one. Kate Winslet gets one. Penelope Cruz gets one. Slumdog wins the rest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want you to run through your uh, – I have a couple runners-up again this year. Yeah. My runner – I got a few too. Um, I love Glorious Bastards. That's on uh, mine, yep. Yeah. Zombieland is so much fun. The Hangover, I Hangover's know it's – Hangover's on mine. 
it's not I, I, you know what I'm not even going to say anything negative about it that movie fucking rules it rules <laughs> it's, it's a classic it's so funny and you think you, you'll think the sequels ruined it so many shitty comedies that tried to be like it ruined it so you always think oh I don't want to watch The Hangover but then you watch it and you're like I forgot how well made this movie is it's what this era did with we talk about with sequels they yeah. just ran them into the ground they never built and that's why I think it is so impressive going kind of back off of this to see what the MCU does because yeah. they could have easily just went, but like every sequel franchise, just besides like that and Fast and the Furious, just kept just pounding it into the yeah. dirt, and it was like just do something a little bit different, and yeah. try, like it was just yeah, it stunk. But like, do you remember seeing this movie for the first time? Yes, it changed you, my friend group. We just all we talked about was the Hangover. Did you see it in theaters? No, I was too young to see it in the theater. Yeah, first, yeah, that makes sense. But I saw it in theaters, and it literally felt like I was at like a rock concert. It was huge like the whole theater was laughing the entire movie and like it introduced the mainstream to zach galifianakis mm-hmm. i mean i had seen his stand-up on comedy central a few times but that was like the first time i really saw him and he was he knocked it out of the park uh Ed one Helms of the most Bradley underrated Cooper. stand-ups by the way just him on the piano oh, yeah. just riffing great he's great at it but like just the three of them work well so so well together mm-hmm. in that movie um and then of course i love you man because yeah. i love you man I'm shocked that that's not, love you too. But I'm surprised that's not on your uh, your list as your number one. I I I have I love you man as the runner up, uh, but at, at this point we're just we have so many runners up. So I'm just gonna say I love you man is hilarious, perfectly cast. It's a movie that could be so worse if it like everything just fell into place right. You know, I agree. And I just I like how it's a bromance, but it's framed kind of as like just a romantic comedy. You know. Like they they break up. There's it has the big third act. Like they break up and then get back together, but it's about friendship, not like a romantic relationship. It's Step Brothers if it was by Judd Apatow. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's Judd Apatow. It's movie. not, but it feels it, it, so it, Judd Apatow. Yeah, fingerprints are all over it. But yeah, you Paul, can tell. Paul Rudd's so good in it too. He's yeah. so perfect. This is the Great run movie. of Paul Rudd comedies, and he just needs to yep. go back to them. I agree. What's your winner? <laughs> you're not gonna like it <laughs> what is it is it my sister's keeper no it's world's greatest dad <laughs> oh, you with that fucking movie dude i love it dude i love it it's so weird and just uh, just off but yeah. it it speaks to me in a really weird way i don't know why i just you i love that it. movie it was I... on pluto the other night and i just watched about 30 minutes of it and i was like yeah this is gonna be my number one pick for that's Spencer. okay we and all he's have gonna, he's gonna what? hate it no it's fine because i knew and my pick is gonna be one that is just more for me and my friends so it's okay okay um my runner-up uh i mentioned all the ones that i mentioned with you uh i also throw on there fantastic mr fox um i think that movie is so charming and it's so wes anderson but on a kid-friendly level but it's just the cast is so fucking good and it's just a great movie um but my winner is uh one of the best parody movies of all time uh it's parodying black exploitation film from the 70s it's michael jai white just Uh, kicking ass as black dynamite black dynamite to me i don't know if you've seen black dynamite i haven't but i've been told i need to see it from me the person who I feel like we meet a lot in the middle with most of our movies. Yeah. You need to watch this movie. Okay. I have not laughed harder. And I show this to all of my friends. And every yeah. single one says, that's so fucking funny. Because not only is it like parodying that era of black exploitation in the 70s. Yeah. It's parodying like really poorly made films. Yeah, and like so there'll be and like every time I watch something new, so like there's like purposely like a boom mic comes in the shot and hits him on the head. You'll see like recastings midway through the scene. Like nice. they'll read. There's one guy who reads everything off the script, so it's probably goes sarcastically. I'm in charge, and then he's like turns towards door. Like so, it's just really poorly made, uh, like uh, for a reason, and it's also yeah. just hilarious. And I, you know, I remember. So I remember. My friends watched this on our birth my birthday party. I went and bought this movie when I uh-huh. could buy the I think it was like I think I just turned eighteen. And I bought this movie. And I come home with it and my dad came downstairs midway through the, right at the beginning of the movie and there's a part where he's just having sex with like a bunch of women because again it's just parodying like that like, oh, smooth, suave guy. And 
he saw all these boobs and was like, can't have this. And so I brought it home and he goes, you can't own that movie. Go back and return it. So I returned it and I bought Inglorious Bastards, which he was fine with. That's weird. Because apparently there wasn't any boobs, but, you know, watching someone shoot Nazis in the face and scout people and Quentin Tarantino, yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, I, he had never seen it, so that was why. But yeah, Black Dynamite to me is one of the funniest movies to ever be made. It's so good at parroting that and it's so underappreciated. You know, I have so many thoughts running through my head. Uh, first off, I'm so happy that we end our, our episode with 2009. Both of us, our top picks are on off. us picks. Yeah, and they're off the radar picks. Yeah, like that's awesome because we picked some some very popular movies, and mm-hmm. then we just ended it with two obscure movies. So that's awesome. Second off, um, I gotta watch Black Diamond Dynamite. I looked it up. It looks like it's right up my alley. It's so good. Um, and then third off. It reminded me of another parody movie that we didn't give a shout out to earlier because I forgot it existed until you mentioned Black Diamond. Right? But um, Undercover Brother. Undercover Brother. Have you oh, seen that movie? Yes, I've seen that movie. Chris Kattan being a weird ass villain. That's a pretty underrated spoof movie. Yeah. It, it's it. I can't say. Target. I here's what I'll say. That yeah. movie is bad, and it's spoofing. Okay. This movie is spoofing, yeah. and it's great. That's what I was going to say. So, like, I think Undercover Brother, it works more as, like, a Zucker Brothers comedy. Yes, yeah. It's very silly. It's very, like, the wordplay is there. But um, just looking at images from Black Diamond, Dynamite, it looks more authentic. It, it's definitely more authentic. Like, it, you see film grain. It yeah. actually shot pretty well. And it's fun. The, the dialogue is so quippy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to watch it. I I could quote this movie for days. My my three big takeaways from this episode are Black Dynamite, Three Ten to Yuma, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I don't know what my, what would mine be. I mean, obviously, it's the world's greatest dad. I've been using Tommy <laughs> you, to. If you want to watch it, you can. You don't have to. Okay. Because <laughs> the more I watch it, I'm like, I don't think Spencer would like this. That's okay. But we maybe, all have maybe those you would. Maybe you would. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, what are, I'm trying to think of ones that we had on here. But a lot of years were ones that I I, I we, we I think we covered the gambit. And you know what? Honestly, there's a huge movie from this decade. It's a classic. It's an Oscar winner that I've never seen, and it's on Netflix. And I've been meaning I wanted to watch it before the episode, but I just didn't have the time. It's Training Day. I gotta see Training Day. You know, what? have you seen it? No, let's put that one on our list. Okay, because I've heard it's great. And right. just the clip on Netflix, I'm like, this movie looks sweet. I gotta watch this. All right, let's let's, let's put that on our list. Okay. Um, but okay, so we've done this in the past. You gotta give me your like your top your top three from your choices for this decade. Top three from my choices, dude. That's so fucking hard. I know. My number one's simple though. I don't even dark, care. Dark it's Dark Knight, dude. It's the best yeah. movie of the decade. Yeah. I don't even care. It's the best. Okay. Like I, I don't need to be. I don't need to be like. Actually, no, it's Dark Knight. Like I can I say, Dark Knight, and then in I love The Departed. So, yes, that I'm just doing this off the top of my head, looking at my. So am I, yeah. Uh, and School of Rock, because of the impact it had on me. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Dark Knight. Uh, I'll do Dark Knight, School of Rock, and then. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for what I did for comedy. I'm gonna say Anchorman. Good, I like that. And I picked The Departed over Spider Man too because I didn't want to. Oh, movies. you know what? Yeah, yeah Spider Man. Spider Man was on my but cusp. Like, I I'm so sick of superhero movies now. Now that I just I'd rather branch out and not, not gonna lie to you though. Ones. Not gonna lie to you. Deadpool two and X Men ninety seven both coming back to back. I'm 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 or kind Deadpool of Deadpool three. Oh, Deadpool three. Yeah, I'm kind of on the. I'm going to be back on the train. Choo-choo, baby. I, I'm intrigued by Deadpool 3, but it's very cautious. Very yeah. cautious. Comes out on my birthday, though. Let's Fun go see fact. it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> For Perfect. real. Fair yes. by, by the way, dude, uh, MJR does these classics every weekend, you know? They show yep. the classic. This weekend's Batman Returns. Let me and tell I, you, in Alamo Drafthouse, you know what they're doing yeah. this year? What's Batman that? 89. That's right. And they Beetlejuice. Showed, that's... I want to see that on the big screen, Dad. Come, come, uh, hey, come on over. 
Come on over. Come. Oh, I was thinking. Okay, what's funny is we went two different songs. I was going, come on over, come on in, and you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Anywho, anywho, it's been over two hours. Yeah, this um, is a long one. I think we've covered enough of the 2000s. I hope listeners, you understand how this is a very strange decade in the best way. Yep. Also, if I can say, like, if we were really picking like a top three of the decade, I don't know if our end choices would be on there because, like, I think like. Um, uh, no country for old men, and uh, yeah. yeah, like those kind of movies would be on the Lord of the Rings. But you know, yeah. what? we wanted to go our different. Pace. We wanted to go different. I know. And even now, like the top three that I just said, it was I was very. You had me in a corner. I feel like I'm going to change it and text you an hour later. That's okay. So will I? Because like Anchorman like a, is hanging on by like a thread. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to re-record the entire episode so I can say my new list. I'll delete it right now. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming on here. I. Uh, We'll think. I don't know what the next episode is going to be. We'll, we'll, we'll think cross that bridge. We'll cross that bridge. But all right, listener, if you haven't watched one of these movies, Do check it. one out. Put something on. Enjoy it. Um, watch the mist first. Oh <laughs> man, yeah. Well, you know what? Watch the mist. Yeah. Set that, set that tone for your marathon. And then, you know what? Then watch. Then watch uh, Forty Old Virgin. <laughs> Just a palate cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right. And then 310 to Yuma, just because they're the yeah. same plot. And then Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. And then Super Bad. <laughs> and then the Bad News Bears. Oh, God. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Watch those all. But, uh, nope. Can't suggest that one. <laughs> you know what makes me laugh, though? How do they not That's make so. an I Dream a Genie movie? Because, like, that was, like, kind of. Was it because Bewitch was so bad? I, d- I don't know, honestly. I feel like they should have. Because that was, like, perfect for that time period. Yeah. They were remaking 70s shows as movies. And they were like, yeah. eh, not you, though. You know, not I you. don't want to – I know we're, we've been recording for a while, but if we ever want to do an episode about the Brady Bunch movie, sign me up because they did that the best. They remade the Brady Bunch in a 90s setting, and it was mm-hmm. so good. So good. You know what I will say? One that I've heard – I've never seen it, but I've heard as great as Miami Vice. Yeah, I've never seen it either. It Let's put that on too, our docket. Look too corny. Yeah, but I've heard it's good. Yeah. For, all right. Well, listener, there you go. Take those notes. Um, <laughs> you know what? A movie that we didn't mention that came out this period, it was literally the end title of this with uh, Jack Black and um, – well, I can't think of his name. Um, I can't think of his name, but you can look it up, listener, and it's Be Kind, Please Rewind. Intro song from YouTube Audio Library by DJ Williams. Recordings done on Clean Feed. Podcast distributed by Anchor. Original logo created by friend of the pod, David. Current logo created by friend of the pod, Liz. Purring by Storm.